Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. I'm Adriana Scori, a Canadian Rockies hiking, adventure, and travel mom to my two-year-old Turner and newborn baby Nash, and founder and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick-Eberly, mama to Collins and Deacon. We love exploring between our two homes in Alberta, Canada and Washington State, USA. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups, depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta Parks, Children's Disability, BIPOC and Anti-Racism, Sick Children, The Earth, Children's Wellbeing, Anti-Bullying, and Children's Mental Health. Check out the hashtag Patch for a Purpose to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag patch, the number four, a purpose. To get your patch today, visit www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Hello, today we are going to chat about snowshoeing with a toddler. And we're going to talk actually a little bit more about some of the winter activities and that that you can do with your littles, introducing them to a new sport can be a little intimidating to them, but some fun ways to kind of to introduce that into your new adventures. I have loved our winter podcast episodes that we've had this season because we've been talking about embracing winter learning how to ski, learning how to snowboard and all of these wonderful things. So it's just fitting that we also talk about snowshoeing with a toddler. When I come home at Christmas, I know this will be released after Christmas, but I want to try all the things with Turner and Collins in our backyard of snow and on the ice rink because we have little skis that we want to try and you have the snowshoes and we have the sleds, of course, for the kids and skates. So I'm just excited to do it all. I know it's just like the winter activities are so much fun and like, yeah, there's so many to do and try and, but I I know it can kind of be tricky too with um, something like snowshoeing, for example, just like the accessibility to you're like, where do I get baby snowshoes, (laughs) baby sets? Let's start with that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. So I would recommend renting. So you would phone in your local area that you're in. If there's um, an outdoor equipment rental place, if you phone in and just, just confirm their smallest size of snowshoe, typically they will fit those toddler boots, but you just want to confirm. So what we did when we started is we were out in Canmore and we had a gear rental place, um, Chateau Mountain Sports and their family business. And they offer all kinds of rentals to the whole family. So I definitely checked in advance if they had ones that fit. And it's always important, I would say, to go into the rental place just with an open mind and let them kind of um, share all about their equipment and how how to do it up, get them to demonstrate in front of you. Make sure that your toddler is trying on the item. Okay, it fits well. You're inside, you're warm, you're excited for the adventure, your child is is fed and, and hyped up and ready to go and try these snowshoes um, to really encourage them to want to give it a try because toddlers can be so unpredictable. It's just like, sometimes they'll say, oh yeah, I want to do this. And then it's like, they look at the shoes and no, I'm definitely not putting those on. And also like not pressuring them to 
put the shoe on. So I would also say that, yeah, get them to kind of give you the lowdown on the shoes, try them on indoors, just be open-minded that the adventure, you might not even actually get the shoe on once you are in the outdoors. And sometimes that's tough because you've rented the gear in that, but <laughs> that's how it goes. How did it go? Would you recommend it? Okay, well, you know what? I'm just going to be real honest here. So it uh, it did not go. I mean, I tried to check myself with this expectation thing to begin with. And I was like, oh, it'd be so awesome if he puts the snowshoes on and like tries to walk like I assumed he would. And no, he just kind of was like in the store. He was he was like, oh, my gosh, like I'm getting snowshoes. They fit great. Thank you. He was so ready to go. And then we get to the trail and he decides no, there's too much snow. I know it's snowing outside. I'd rather go back. He said, and go and stay inside. And I was like, okay, well I'm like layered up and it's blizzarding and I have Nash. I'm wearing him. And it's like, you're trying to cover him. And Turner's like, no, no, I'm good. I don't need my snow pants on. I'm not going to go on this adventure. I'll just stay here in the car and you guys can go on the adventure. And I'm going, and we were with another, a friend and a little toddler. And this is where I, I really encourage if you can go with a friend um, and especially a top. So the toddler has a friend mm-hmm. also kind of feed off of. So they're like, oh, they're excited to go together. Um, super important. I get um, Turner um, layered up. It was a bit of a fight. And I, I'm kind of like, I sometimes like don't always push it. But when we were meeting with others, I'm like, come on, Turner, like even just for a few minutes, we went to a park. So I think it's important to say we didn't go on an actual snowshoe trail. We went to a park so that if he was really not feeling it, back in the car, we can warm up that kind of thing. And, you know, at least the other friend that you're with can kind of go around at their own pace and that kind of thing. So I would also say, um, do not try snowshoeing without a sled. Okay. Because at the very least, if they see that there's a sled on the adventure and they don't want to wear these shoes, they're fine. Fine. I'll go on the sled. The choices part I think is key with this because if they don't want those snowshoes on, at least your adventure is still going to continue somewhat. But there was a lot of things that happened on this first adventure of ours snowshoeing and he I got him all layered up and I then he needed to pee and then it was just one thing after the next oh and then he needed a snack and then he gets the snack and then now all of a sudden Nash needed to feed again and it's just this it was a lot so the expectations like I didn't feel like I had any but I also was really frustrated (laughs) so then we finally get him out and we're like okay come on come on we're gonna go and he started freaking out, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, I think he needs to go back. Like, I don't think we're going to make it. And then I thought, you know what, one last effort, I'll ask my friend if she doesn't mind encouraging Turner to like jump on the sled, put on the snowshoes, maybe from a different perspective, if he's not hearing it from me. And that helped. He was like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll try them on. And then I was, it was great. Like he, he put them on, he was mad. He didn't like how big they were. He didn't like that. He couldn't walk the same. Um, The snow was deeper. So he kind of struggled a bit with that. So it was just about encouraging him to kind of keep giving it a try. And I also feel like the best thing you can do is just do what you, what you want that, like what you're encouraging him to do. Like, look, mommy's got her snowshoes on. Mommy's having fun. Mommy can throw snows snow up in the air with her snowshoes. Um, it's, it's fun to walk around and, and not being too like over positive with it, just kind of like you know, like, Kate, we're going to walk this way and see how big your footprint is in the snow now with the snowshoe on and, and just really try to like do that. I don't know, just encouragement. And you know what? He was like, no, no, but I'll go on the sled. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I'll hold, or I'm getting so distracted with feeding at the same time. 
oh goodness um he goes no I am not um I, I will hold my snowshoes and I will ride in that sled and I'll go see the bridge and then back to the car so that was what we did the first time okay I thought he's never gonna snowshoe again in his life he hates it <laughs> the worst thing ever I I felt kind of guilty I'm not gonna lie because I was like oh man I kind of I'm kind of getting him to do all these winter things because I just think they're fun and maybe I think they're fun and it's not to him and then he got inside after the adventure and he said to me yeah I'd like to go snowshoeing again I don't want to return those snowshoes back to the store um and I would like to walk in them I just was I was I didn't like how cold it was or something at the time and he you know I, I thought oh my gosh so just remember that it might not be the actual activity you're doing it actually could just be the fact that like it's not their day so I I ordered him his own pair of snowshoes just for us we're always going out and I I snowshoe a lot in the winter so I feel like I can just clip his snowshoes onto the back of my pack if he's not using them or he'll ride in the pack and that kind of thing so we started with the rentals <laughs> that is that is such a good point that it just depends yeah what their day is and I know you said you felt like you pushed it this time, but as much as we can as parents to remember not to push it because it's just the small exposures. Every time you do it, like you clearly, you clearly did something right because he wants to do it again. So I know with Collins, when we first went skating, we were only out there for maybe 10 minutes. And for some people they would say, okay, well, that was so much effort to get 10 minutes. But I think to myself, we got 10 minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> maybe yeah. next time we'll get 11. <laughs> Yeah, you're so right. That's such a good way to think about it, honestly, because like in the moment when you're literally sweating and overheating and cursing in your head um, about, you know, getting everyone layered up and trying like we're going to have fun. We're outside like, no, it's just just release and it's all worth it, even just for the few minutes, because when they ask to do something again, you feel like, oh, OK, OK, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. And have you so have you done it again or would you do it in the backyard next time just yeah, so, so now backyard adventure um is kind of where I'm at plus um we'll bring it to my backyard please next yes time. and and even if there's not that much snow like to them um there's always I feel like now at this time of year where we live anyways in Calgary um there's always snow on the ground so yes typically with the snowshoe adventure for adults you're wanting really deep snow so you can like you know navigate the trail with these snowshoes but for toddlers I would say say it's actually better to have like at least for me minimal snow so they're, they're not like sinking down and getting like really frustrated and upset but to them they're like oh I have these snowshoes and I can kind of make prints in the snow and and definitely try to maybe stick to the yard as much as as possible with toddlers because it's not or or like a local park like I said I went to a park um and I just feel like that is enough and then if you want to do your walk then you take your sled. So if you're going to go yeah. on an adventure with another family, I would just plan to, especially if you're on a trail, bring that sled and it, it might not be more than one kilometer, honestly. Well, because when they tap out, you don't want to, you don't want to be in a spot where you're not physically able to help them get back. And then you're so frustrated. <laughs> yes. And cold weather, it doesn't matter what you do. Sometimes if they're cold and they're not feeling it, they will continue, at least mine will, <laughs> um, to get angry and until they're really understood that like okay like you're not feeling this right now we're turning back to the car and like they see that you're making an effort to like <laughs> change the direction of this adventure yes <laughs> back to the car okay and you were baby wearing while snowshoeing 
Yes. Okay. Any yes. tips for that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, I do actually. So definitely um, what I would recommend is getting to the trail and making sure that before you're pulling kids out of the yard, just, I would just get your snowshoes on. So they're all strapped up. They're fitted to your foot. Every, if you have gaiters or anything that you're putting on around your legs, making sure that they're all um, on before getting the kids done. And even I sometimes, cause I layer the kids sometimes in the trunk, um, just even having your sh big snowshoes on for that whole process, is a bit annoying, but it really saves the hassle of having like, once your baby wearing and you're trying to like bend over to like, I'm not very flexible right now, but like trying to get, you know, get the shoe on, get them tight, get them fitted. It's like a lot of extra effort to exert because um, you're trying not to, you don't want to bend over too much for baby. And then, you know, you're trying to help your toddler out and lift and, and that kind of thing. So definitely um, make sure those snowshoes are on as you get out of the car at the adventure. And I know that's kind of hard because some trails maybe in my area, at least it, it, there's snow everywhere. So I just don't feel weird putting them on, but I just, yeah, that's one of the tips I would say for sure. And then, um, taking it really easy and, and not going fast. You don't want to trip. You don't want to catch your snowshoe on the other one. You want to just feel like ground yourself into like, Hey, I'm just, I'm, this isn't how it was before when I was snowshoeing without kids. Like, it's very different and it's about going very slow. And especially if you're encouraging another child along the way to try snowshoeing, um, it's mainly like you just want to not overdo it. Well, believe it or not, you made me really excited to try this with Collins. <laughs> I'm so excited for you guys. It is magic seeing them try yeah. something I have to say it's like their little eyes light up. It's a new challenge for them. Um, just, yeah. You're excited to go to the snow, right, Collins? Yes. <laughs> ready for the snow. Um, oh, and one thing I actually didn't mention in my long spiel about getting the toddler ready for the adventure. One of the reasons why he had a complete um, meltdown at 1.2 is he doesn't like wearing gloves. Okay. So that has been a huge challenge for us this year. And it's like, you know, I... I'm pretty chill and, and that, but when it comes to winter and safety, I do not, we're in pretty harsh climate. So it's like the gloves are worn for adventures. Mommy wears gloves. Like you just remind your toddler, at least this helped me that who's wearing gloves. We're all wearing gloves and we put our gloves on and make it fun. Get the gloves on before you get out of the car. Right. Collins. Yeah. And you, if you need to give them a choice of what kind of glove they want, do you want a mitt? Do you want ones with fingers? What glove do you want on your adventure so that they're in control? And it's not, the choice is not, you're not wearing gloves. Like they have to just go on, unfortunately. And it's like, I do, like I say to Turner, like, Kate, you haven't made a glove choice. So mommy's going to make the choice with the fingers and we're putting your fingers into the glove. I talk him through it. He might freak out at me, but then I remind him, okay, our fingers are nice and warm and you're able to use your fingers on the adventure and just try to encourage them as much as you can to just give them a little bit of control of the adventure. But if you don't put the gloves on, <laughs> And they're like, they, they're so curious. They want to touch the snow. They want to eat the snow. They, two minutes later, it's like the adventurer just comes to a grinding halt because they can't, the, the fingers are so cold. They're just so upset. Yes. Cause once they get cold, there's no way of going back. That's what Collins and I've been talking through. <laughs> oh, good. So she's, she's going to come back home and she's going to wear gloves with Turner. What kind of gloves do you like Collins mittens or ones with your fingers? 
You, what did you just say? She likes the pink ones. Oh, the oh, pink is a good color. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yes. But Aaron Gallimore did give a good tip. If you're not in as harsh of a climate, this can work. If you have the heat packs, you can just yes. get your toddler to hold them. But that's obviously in a place where, you know, right. you're not having snow that they're digging through, but it's just chilly and they need to keep their hands warm. So that's a fun little tip that I thought I would reshare. But yeah, you're right. (laughs) I feel like, you know what, even, sorry to interrupt you, but even if you are in a harsh climate, I feel like if you're in a bind on the trail where your toddler is very stubborn and they are like, no, I'm not putting gloves on, having those heat packs on hand is actually a very good idea. So thank you, Erin. And just if at the very least you're able to just give them that to like, you're going to have to maybe go back to the car and just encourage gloves before you restart again. Right. Sorry to interrupt you. (laughs) No, you are so right. Okay, this was so much fun. Let's end with Adri's affirmations. What should you do (laughs) at the end of the adventure? (laughs) Okay, at the end of an adventure, I would always um, encourage, and this helps the parent involved in the situation too, just have something to look forward to at the end of the adventure. Like whether you're doing maybe lunch indoors, um, yeah, make a lunch plan, go and visit some local shops. Maybe you're grabbing a hot chocolate. Maybe you're going through a drive-through and getting a Timbit or something and and you're sharing that excitement with your toddler. I would just say that always having something um, at the end of that adventure to kind of like close it out and and be grateful for, you know, even though it might have been really, really hard, just try to find the gratitude in, in what you're doing. And, you know, I, I just find that it'll it'll be helpful in your child maybe wanting to go again or creating that memory of like, oh, I went and got a drink there. or We went and checked out that store. Like they start to like really thinking of the experiences. Like they're not just going to do like one snowshoeing thing. It's kind of like a whole, um, whole experience for the family. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.